Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Welcome to yet another episode of Meet and Greet, y'all. It's another that's, episode. That's how we roll, y'all. <laughs> boom, boom. The street edition. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. See, I swore that I wasn't going to do this. I swore, but mm. shit, man. <laughs> I swear one for the fans, for the control. <laughs> I, I was like, you know, like you know that how they say the angel and the devil on yeah, your shoulder. Yeah, like, don't do both it. Both of them were like, do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So this don't is how you guys feel about my culture. <laughs> so it's always a yo yo yo. <laughs> <laughs> we're old. That's, 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 that's no let, me, let me update it for you yeah, guys. Please, please. Show me any rapper out with this much audacity. Hey! My advice to the young, show more tenacity. Run the city, we see in every single atrocity. Keep the F quiet, listen more and show ability. You're streaming it on Spotify or copying it on Apple Music? I'm just happy more airheads embrace the music. So excited for my life and my family. It's my little girl growing fast, wifey looking mad, Covey. So many ways they try to break my will. I put in mad work, they can't question my skill. When the Nazu get to Umye, when you're born and my money, my shiny bully, my name is Kwakordi, I got the Kwabloody, you get easy linen, my Naka got the Kwamordi. Welcome to meet and greet. An intro. Yeah. So, so you see, no, see, we are both from Imo State, so we did it. We are, we are both Igbo, so we did it. What's your claim to fame? I was here. <laughs> I was in the room. What I was is definitely going to happen. I was here to, to clip that, and that is going to be our yeah, intro please, for please, all please, episodes. Please, please going forward. So, so I mean, as that. they say, the man that needs no introduction. Mr. Il, please. Himself, yes. Introduce himself. Oh, God. Yes. Thank you for having me on the no. show. We're, 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 is amazing. Yes. We're very so happy. For people like us are old heads that have known you from back in the day. Wow. Back in the day when Mode 9 was still there. King. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, ahead. Zulu, do you know Mode 9? Uh-uh, next now. Zulu is not 12 now. Uh-uh. But I am, I am. I don't know Mode 9, please. Zulu has become Gen Z. So, so... So one of the things that I find interesting about when we bring you rich people, because new music people are rich They are rich cousins. Yes, mm. the ones that we want to be like, so how your motherfuckers doing, man? <laughs> no, how so do you like, so like that side? So like, how do you guys, so like when you look at how the industry has evolved, right? Yeah. I mean, and we'll talk about the acting parts as well, but I'm just curious as to how do you, because you have spanned from the struggle yeah. To it's like you have gone from the land of is it Canaan? What did they, what was the Israelite journey from the desert <laughs> to the promised <laughs> land? So, so how does that so how does that feel like over the the course of the last decade or whatever? Mm. It's been crazy. Is it's um, the, the entire Nigerian music ecosystem has been um, it's gone through it's gone through so much and is is still growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from an era where. Um, you had to do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. there was no digital support. There was mm-hmm. there was no TikTok. There was there was no Instagram. There was very little Facebook. I think at the, at the point I was coming in, so you had to go to the radio stations physically. You had to push yourself. You had to struggle to get in to perform. Yeah. Rap was even like a taboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yes. it was almost impossible for anybody to put you on because everybody was a pop artist or a high life artist. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want all of that. Um, it felt foreign. It just, it just felt foreign. They'd be like, you can't rap better than Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. You can't rap better than 50 Cent. So they always just packed us, found a way to just pack us by one corner. So the, as, the, as the music industry was evolving, the genre itself was also evolving and struggling and, and going through its own pains. But when I look back today and I see, like, this has been a summer Afrobeat. Like, it's like... Yeah. Our boys are everywhere. They're performing in Portugal. They're shutting down the O2. In fact, O2 is like a co-hotel now. Yeah, I know. They just shut it down every other anybody, anybody can go to O2 and shut it down. Every other weekend. Four of us can just go in as the biggest rap group in Nigeria and we'll have mad fan base. I mean, and uh, <laughs> that sound is crazy. It's chuku-chuku. It's we actually localize it now. Yeah, so it's been, it's been, it's just been awesome. You know, Bonner is, is doing things at Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden is WrestleMania. Yes. That's for you two. That's for Bono. Mm. Uh, it's Aerosmith, Jay Z. Mm. It's not. It's not for Africa. I mean, Africa just got into the building. So it's it's an amazing time. Um, 
But I also just sometimes reflect on the veterans, the people that also put together all of these structures that yeah. never get any mentions, mm. yeah. you know, today. And you just look at it and it's like, you know, times, a sign of the times. No, but you know, as they say, you can never pay your parents back for what they've done for you. Mm. So the only thing you can do is pay it forward. Yes. And you are a shining example of paying it forward. So, mm. so how does that feel, like that part of it? So I think that, we need to explain that part because some people may not know. <laughs> why why do they not know? That you're responsible for funeral. You know, yes. Well, yeah. God was, then I put me in human form. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, like, I never wanted to be an artist. I just wanted to really? own. Yeah. I, I always We're just, going to talk about that. Yeah. 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 Unpacking. No, yes. absolutely. Yes. Um, okay, so I'll take you guys a little bit back. Mm. I grew up in the Southeast, okay. in Enugu specifically. Okay. Um, I went through all levels of education out there, then got to University of Nigeria to study political science okay. and international relations. I was a law reject. Actually, <laughs> uh, I couldn't make the cut off that year. Yeah, I'm proud to say. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but eventually, when I got the cut off to go to law my second year, I walked into the class and saw the room filled with people dressed in black and white, mm. typical law colors. Mm -hmm. And I said, This is not me. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to do this. It's too boring. Mm -hmm. And I walked out. I also walked out, and my father didn't speak to me for like two and a half years because, <laughs> in his mind, I was destined to be that lawyer in the yeah. family. I don't know what even gave him those ideas, you know, but. Somebody may have prayed for you. It's possible. No, in the East. They, they prayed that, um, yeah. what's it called, prayer? Professional yeah. prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Engineer. <laughs> yeah, Lay the prayers on it. Mm -hmm. So, and then I went through University of Nigeria, which is where I actually found hip hop okay. music and started to rap. And I did a lot of epic things in okay. school. You know, and then graduated and came over to Lagos for youth service. So, um, okay, so before you jump forward, hmm. tell me about those university shows and how many times did you almost die going to or from a show? <laughs> <laughs> because anybody who is in that university, whatever scene, they've almost died at least once. Oh, yes. So oh, tell yeah. me your own before you jump forward to youth um, service in Lagos. Okay, so for the uni shows, um, first, I was the only, I was one of the very few guys that could rap. Like, mm -hmm. I could rap on, on instrumentals. Yeah. I wasn't miming. miming yeah. So then you come out and they say, oh, that's Patra. That's Patra from sociology. Mm -hmm. And then that's um, Ify from, let's say, mechanical engineering, but mm -hmm. she's selling Dion. Yeah. So okay. when you came for auditions, these are the kind of things you'd hear. So mm -hmm. I was the first guy that, that would come with an instrumental tape and rap over it with his own vocals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. It made me, it gave me a lot of local, repu like repu mm -hmm. my notoriety grew because I could rhyme about everything in school. Mm -hmm. I could talk about the girls that were fronting on us in Bello Hall. Yeah. I could talk about the girls that were, didn't have water to take their bath in Isakaita, <laughs> but were looking so dope. Res much respect to the women and the queens. I'm not disrespecting <laughs> them, but it was, school was madness. Then all the cult boys, wanted me, want to drag me in at some point or the other. So I made an anthem for them yeah. so that they could be no, happy. Just leave me alone. Yeah, so just leave me. I can't do this one. I'm really a, 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 a musician. Leave him alone. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'll rap about this gang and be like, you guys are the dopest. And I'll rap about this gang and say, let's, let's just unite and just be one big gang. And they would just be like, yeah, yeah, I like this guy. And that's how... I coasted through school wow. without, without any major crisis. Just to keep myself alive. And then I used to do a lot of freestyle battles. Today, you're battling in Zig's flats for the, the amounts were shameful. <laughs> two, one, five, two grand. You just see two guys going at each other, cursing out their moms, their families. You understand their grades. Mm -hmm. You understand. So I went as far as getting some guys' grade sheets. <laughs> And holding it up. I'm like, how can, how can you guys listen to this dumb wit? This, yeah. this guy even failed GS101. And, and everybody starts to laugh. Like, so it was, it was such a spot in school. Mm -hmm. So that's where that battle rapper mentality came from, you know? And then every now and then in between, gunshots will bust out mm -hmm. and there'll be some violence in, at the shows. Yeah. Maybe some cowboys came and they came to collect some money and they hadn't been paid. So they all lick shots in the air. Everybody stampede. Everybody will take off. Or, but... I mean, fun times. It was fun times, and and school was school was good. Yeah, uh, school was good. Yeah. And then Lagos for service. Did you walk it, or, or did it just happen to? Oh no, you? I walked it. I suppose, again, <laughs> I'm proud. It. I'll say a lot of proud things on this show. No, 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 it was proud to walk it. No, we, I had to walk it. it. My parents had a grand plan that was going to destroy a part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wanted they wanted me to serve in Enugu. I've been born there. 
Like I'm talking Great. nursery, primary, secondary, <laughs> uni. Mm. I'm like, can I try something else? Can I just go somewhere else? They're like, where are you going? You're going to serve at such and such company. Your dad knows the owner of the company. And then I didn't know what to do with political science. Yeah. Mm. I, was, I was totally lost. I, I knew what to do with psychology. I knew mm. what to do with economics because these are probably like the social sciences that are more, much, a lot more broader. Yeah. Mm. But I didn't know what to do with political science. Was I going to be a political analyst in Abuja? Was I going to... I just didn't know what to do. Mm. But a couple of my friends came from Lagos. Oh. All my friends in Unify were Lagos boys. Oh. They had the best clothes. They had the dopest sneakers. <laughs> they were always rapping. Oh. They, were on, they also came back with music. So oh, every yeah. time they would come back, they would do tapes, yeah. uh, record oh. tapes from Ray Power. Oh. And oh. just... Oh, I remember those days. Yes. And just, <laughs> and just play. And it was while listening to those tapes that I heard Tribesmen. Yeah. Okay. Um, Whether you like, yeah, um, yeah. I heard it, and I heard all the legends, everybody from Tony Tatula to Remedies, and I said to myself, I needed to go into this space and try. So I found a way to walk my service, you know, and my parents didn't know. So I, when I brought back my results, <coughs> I told my dad, I'm going to Lagos. I just came to that. I had it, that I had it two one. Mm. He said, You're going where? He didn't even ask me about the grade. He <laughs> made such a big deal about, I hope it's a, a two-one or nothing. If you're lucky, I'm not even talking first class. Anybody means you guys are not brainy enough. Yeah. Not brainy, you know, so. And I kept telling my mom that I'm just so happy my dad is not like an engineer. He was just a pharmacist, but he had so much, he, he emphasized so much on education and grades. And I'm like, we're just so lucky. This guy was like, like maybe a nuclear scientist or something. Oh, well, uh, hanging yeah. upside down. <laughs> well, uh. <laughs> you understand? So eventually I walked my and I came over to Lagos and um, I got to the Yanopaja camp mm. and I was number 7057 yes, that year. Eh? Yeah. I can't forget. I don't understand. What year was this? This 2000 and. They had to say doing batch A, batch B, batch C. Yes, it was so one batch. They used to beg people to stay at home. Yes, yes. it was one batch. Yes, I remember that. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's when I. Wow. So what was that like? It was madness. Hunger Games. Coming, it was. What, you slept on the floor, clearly. Floor? We slept in the pitch. Like, oh. in the class, like on the. Uh, two weeks ago, I was at the NYSC camp doing, I, doing a concert there with a radio station. I do it every year, mm -hmm. you know, just to remind the coppers. <laughs> That you're going to while away your life drinking at the mummy market. Yes, yeah, so yeah, Guinness yeah. stand for life. You will party at the Guinness stand. Yes. And people will be going out every morning to go and write aptitude tests on the island. And you will not find a job till the last day they will not post you to Korodu to go and teach in the school. <laughs> you know? yeah. so, so for me, I was, and I was in camp, I was happy you had just graduated with yeah. mummy market turning up. I think Alawi was like nine grand. It was like, Robbery money. So this nine grand is mine. <laughs> just to flex. Just, and you couldn't, go, there was nowhere to go really. So you're yeah. just going to be there. You're just there meeting all kinds of girls, guys that survived through school. When you hear some of the war stories that they used to tell in camp, like mm. some of the cult boys. Mm. Man, remember that time we came out, we shot you, but you didn't. And I'm looking at them like, huh? <laughs> while I was holding the microphone, you guys were holding guns. Wow. So there was this chick I was chasing in camp. So every evening, I won't see her throughout the day. Then in the evening, she'll just come back. Then I'll see her, and I'll be like, ah, where have you been? Mm. She says, ah, she, went to, she went to write test. Okay, that she has a, an, a Zenit offer. Mm -hmm. can, can I say the company is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, no, okay. yeah. Okay. no one so, cares about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, okay, so I have this, and I have this letter, and PricewaterhouseCoopers, and I'm like, okay, what is PricewaterhouseCoopers? It's like, it's... You say, what school did you go to? I say, UNM. So these bush books. You just sorted my school. as a, You know, and then from there, I started going to, to the island we have. I'm like, can yeah. I just go with you? Yeah. She said, yeah, come and write test. And maybe, instead of just sitting here and yeah, messing up your life. Mm -hmm. So I went out, and that's how I ended up at the Diamond Bank test. Oh, oh nice. And then the next day, I know about the Citizens Bank test, now Heritage Bank. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. moved on and wrote so many tests. Total, shell, they couldn't touch us. They say we didn't have first class. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, because everybody wanted that copper posting to yeah, another company oh, yeah. because they used to pay you, is it 50k on top? So that was, then yes, we just dated ourselves, but I but I remember <laughs> because yes, that 50k it mm -hmm. was such so yes. big. Someone got to a connect wireless and it looked like his whole village could be <laughs> taken care of from that salary. <laughs> you, you understand? Oh, so, okay. and I kept writing those tests until. 
And that's how I became a banker. <laughs> oh, you, oh. Yeah, yeah, I was a yeah, banker no, no. for four years. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's how I, I, I got into banking. From just that same chick, just following her around, and then I, all of a sudden I had three tests that I had passed, mm -hmm. and then I went and did the interviews and everything. Now chose the bank that paid the most. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's, as, as yeah. anyone should. And, <laughs> and just, just went in and started my youth service. So from a night bus coming from Enugu, I ended up in NYSC camp, and the next chapter was a bank on Amadu Bello Way mm -hmm. in oil and gas and institutional mm -hmm. banking. Stuff oh, wow. I had never oh, learned. You know, that's mm. where I landed, and that's where my career started. So you were now. doing that on one side and then rapping, and you were rapping? I was hiding and rapping, because mm -hmm. you can't rap, because my bosses were... Corporate straight laced. My bosses were straight laced geeks. All those guys used to laugh at in school. Mm -hmm. I always tell people the geeks would take over eventually. Mm -hmm. So all this grad grind uni, you mm -hmm. understand? All these the geeks come in and they run things afterwards. Mm -hmm. So my bosses were I'll tell you guys a funny joke. So because of hip hop and how much hip hop was influencing mm -hmm. me, I used to wear a lot of baggy jeans mm -hmm. and teams. Mm -hmm. To work? Yeah, to work on Fridays. Okay, okay. yeah, dress down. Instead of native. Yeah. Native. Uh -huh. So my boss has called me one day and said that we're concerned. <laughs> so my, my real name is Tobe Chukuzo. So yeah. said, Tobe, sit down. We're concerned about your dress code. Like, you dress like you're homeless. <laughs> I'm like, you home? I'm like, then I looked at it. Those teams, I bought mm -hmm. them from Land of Plenty. Yeah, L.O.P. Shout out to L.O.P. Yeah, L.O.P. was, All my music on Kofaba. I could have bought this crisp, like brown New York Timberlands. Butterscotch. Yeah, butterscotch. Yeah, no, it was, it was deeper, a bit deeper than butterscotch. It was quite rare. Yeah. And I walked in, everybody's looking at me like, why are you wearing a lumberjack shirt? Are you, do you work in a construction company? <laughs> I didn't care. I said, but I'm doing my job and mm. I like this clothes. He said, and I, and I asked my boss, I said, you want me to dress like you? And I can, you want all this... Um, Check shirts, khaki pants, tight. No, no, that's Friday. Friday, Friday. Wait, it's boring. Business casuals. Business casuals. He said, but there's a dress code here. I said, but this is also a dress code. So I made sure that I always stop. I always made sure that on the job, I always delivered. Sometimes I would leave the office 11 p.m. just studying credit files because oil and gas was a lending department. So I was reading all the files on lending and how um, risk management mm -hmm. lends and um, how you mitigate loans, how you secure loans. Then I did a little bit of HR, a little bit of treasury, mm -hmm. a little bit of commercial banking, retail <laughs> banking. So wow. and all, in all these periods I was rapping, it was, I was just rapping but could never make noise about it because yep. nobody would accept. So when did they find out? Did they find out? <laughs> you just left. Oh, you no, left before. They, they, mm -hmm. they so I started changing banks. When I got retained. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, then I started, I'll go take all my clients. Because all of a sudden, my bosses knew that I was capable. I was just a young, I was just came with that Southeast blood. I don't know what it was, but I just wanted to learn everything. What is an overdraft? Mm -hmm. What is um, a treasury bill? What is um, a lease? How does mm -hmm. it work? Yeah. You know, so I started teaching my, and my bosses will never teach you. They will say, go and read that file. Read that file. Um, that guy owes us a billion. That's why our balance sheet balance sheet looks like crap. Yeah, yeah. So check that. Check that. So I started to write credit memos, you mm. know, lending to customers. Then I'll spend time in risk management, reading up um, all kinds of businesses and the kind of loans that you need to match it with. You know, also learned how to do legal mortgages so that when somebody defaults, you just sell their house or sell their property. I was I was well trained as a banker. That's where I got. Business, like business. And then I was while I was a banker, I looked <clears> across the road and there was just this portion of land that was had zinc around it mm -hmm. at the beginning of Solomon Close. Yeah. That spot is now the Galleria. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I wrote the credit. The credit memo for the Galleria was written by me. Mm. Oh, wow. That's to lend money to the Bruce family to be able to do. We're funding transformers, transmitters for NTA, all kinds of transactions. So it just opened up my head. Then I realized that I needed to really be a boss. So. <laughs> now, this music thing, I wasn't seeing the money. <laughs> like when I see the artists, money exactly. I had with my banking money, I was buying the most Hennessy in the club. <laughs> An artist would be there wearing big clothes, chains. I'm like, no, ownership, ownership. Yep. That's mm. um, platform. So to be like, who? Okay, since nobody's inspiring in Nigeria, mm -hmm. be like Drake, yep. be like Jay-Z, mm -hmm. be like, um, yeah, and a couple of them. Puffy. Puffy, Khaled, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, so. 
So that's how I, but I kept changing banks. I, I moved from that bank to another bank, carried all my clients when they renegotiated. Got his, his uh, so in those four years, I made assistant manager. Okay, you make know, uh, yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I, I interviewed somebody recently, twenty years to get to assistant manager. manager. Yo, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's madness. Same bank. It's tough. So she stayed in the same bank. That's how that was her problem. No, she didn't no move. was she in operations? She she moved around, but she still stayed in the same bank. Oh, God. <laughs> that's tough. Do you know how the operations guys used to look at us? By operations, I mean the teller. Yeah. The guys at the, yeah, the, guys yeah, at the yeah, banking or the they look at us like. Idiots! That they're the ones spending all the money. They are sh- because our, sh- our suits are sharper. Yeah. Our shoes are dope. They have more money because they don't go anywhere. Yeah. We, go out, the bank, we spend all our money on suits. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the bank gives you and takes it back. Yes. Mm. Then you have all your ties. My yeah, I'm sure you are doing upfront on upfront. I can't speak on that. <laughs> I can't even speak on that. That was it was a messy. Like trying to juggle your finances was crazy. Morgan Before the way. money would come in, it's literally gone. My MD will come check. Okay, it's Tyrak. I was just checking. <laughs> you understand? I'm like Tyra, that's that's 30, 40 pounds a tie. I'm just a TBO and ABO then. So but I went through, but I never liked banking. Okay. Oh. I never liked it. I just hated that whole system where Monday morning, once it's Sunday evening, you become depressed. Yeah. Because mm, Monday, Monday meeting, yeah. what are you going to report? You. And mm-hmm. I had some of the toughest bosses. They would speak to you mm. like they were speaking to, like, the floor that you walk on. <laughs> You oh, yeah, just, that's called shredding. Yeah, shredding. Yeah, 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 shredding. yeah that's called cool shredding. My colleagues will be calling to be, what are we going to do? Please give me small money from your cabal, your current account. Let me just report something. I'm like, but I don't have anything. I was about to call you. <laughs> so that the you hustle. Give me. The hustle was crazy. So you get to the office. They'll say, we can't hold a meeting with my group head that would hold the meeting on the general floor where we all sit, that we're not worthy to come into her office. Because we were not performing. Okay. Wise. So let me ask you a question. So that's Zenith story of the Zenith, the twenty that they told them to kneel down. Yeah. If it were you, would you have knelt down? I would have walked out. I had too much ego. Mm-hmm. I had too much ego. Rap, rap is a terrible. <laughs> rap is a demon. Rap, rap, rap is a demon. I always used to look look at it like you guys shouldn't worry. I'm coming back. When I come back, I'll call the MD and tell him, dude, I have. 500 million downstairs, come and pay it in. Like me and my colleagues, we used to have fantasies about eventually when we pull up on that other job and you'd be like, bro, can you count the money yourself? Don't leave it for tellers because we hated the entire hierarchy. Did you do it? No, no I didn't. Do, I wouldn't even do it now because I'm a changed man. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've, I've seen better times. But those times were tough. But but on the flip side, minus all the lot, pressure, man. what it taught me was you get on a bike from Amadou Beloway if there was no pool car mm. and go to a papa. Jesus. The bike will be moving. You'll be like, okay, so today I die. Right? <laughs> I die. I'm hustling. I'm today I'll die. I'll die hustling. <laughs> so I was on that bike, account opening for, I had the knapsack, I'll be moving. When I get to a papa, number such and such creek road, you go and camp for the man. Probably one, the man will come and be, I've told you I won't open this account. I'm happy with Zenith. I'm, I'm like, sir, listen, I'll match everything. I, make, I was making promises. <laughs> Then I'll go back. I'll go, go straight to my MD. And he liked me. He said, it's rough out there, right? <laughs> I said, sir, it's such a rough is an understatement. He said, keep keep moving. I see you heading on each branch in a couple of years. I see <laughs> That's how they wind you, you know. Ah, they are suffering you. Like, don't worry, your potential. And then he said, well, go and open that bag. You know, open the bag. Just shopping tags. My MD's office always look like a mall. You understand? You just open it, just say, you see those shoes? What's your size? 46. T- take them and take like six ties. I'm like, sir, say, take them, go. I see the future in you. <laughs> buy you, buy with ties and shoes. I just look at the shoes. I'm like, what is, what kind of life is this? Just to look good and keep slaving. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, but I stayed on. I stayed on and kept you know, marketing kept, doors kept getting slammed in my face. So that same energy was the same energy I had in music. Music, yeah. Yeah. So every time I went to the stations and they're like, oh, we don't really play a lot of rap music, I'll be like, okay, let me freestyle for you. Oh. Then I'll, I'll, people like kick like 12, 16 bars, they look at me like, dude, you're dope. Okay, come on my show next week. You know, so that, that's how I got into the music business. And then there wasn't a lot of stations. It was, yeah. I think, Cool FM, Rhythm, Rhythm, and Ray Power. Yeah. Was it wasn't AIT Live? No, it, uh, what? You had to have radio. No, that's great that's power. That's power. That's power. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what would you say was like your first big break in Lagos? 
my first big break was okay. So I finished banking. Mm. Oh, you actually quit before you finished music full time. My I, at the fourth bank, the bank collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that means this was consolidation, so 2005. It was consolidation, yeah. and it okay. was, okay, trying to, the, the banks couldn't merge, they, could, they had issues with central bank balances, so I decided to find another bank job. Mm. So I started to look for another job, but everywhere I went to, they gave me two steps below. Oh, okay. oh this, so, uh, ties are torn, yes. Because it felt like I was coming from a distressed bank. bank. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I told myself, okay, I'm not doing this. Then I tried to change sectors. My whole CV was just banks, banks, banks. It couldn't happen. I just left it once, and I've gotten into advertising. Oh, okay. Once. You have done well in advertising. No, it was, I would have, because I just, <laughs> all my friends just looked like you guys, all those who wear nice sneakers. I'm like, this is my environment. I hate these ties. You know, <laughs> and, and I got to the interview um, five or oh, seven minutes late. And the guy that was supposed to interview me uh, was waiting for me to come. And when he came, he said, this is such an impression you've made your first time, and I was going to employ you because I liked our first interview. I, I hated it, and since then, I've never been late for an interview. <laughs> mm. So when I even mentor artists, once mm. you start becoming late, I log out and I leave you to your fate because mm. I just feel like I've lost things by just, you know, all those coming 20 minutes, 30 minutes, oh, there's traffic. No. Mm. I just find a way, Sha. Because interviews yeah. are like, if you if you are late for an interview, just how serious are you? That's yeah, what it, that's what it, that way, that way it seems like. Yes. Not so much. I said, don't beg me. Why, why do you beg? And it was a white guy. He's British or something. <laughs> that was when I was trying to leave banking. Mm. So that one really hard. I, know, I think I know the ad agency. I know the ad agency. <laughs> we can take it offline. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> exact ad agency. Because I want to hear this gist. So tell me, so when you... So when? So sorry, sorry please. Go ahead. Me about my first first year. Year. That's what I was... Yeah. Yes, I was... So I, left, I yeah. left the country after then and moved to England okay. to go and re- clear my head and come back in two months or uh, three months. Or that, that was what I told my girlfriend then at least. I was coming back in three months. I ended up staying there for three years. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> jackpa, jackpa. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. It was, it was madness. The first eight months, I couldn't work because I, I came there with a visitor's yes, visa. Okay. So I had no, I couldn't work. Mm-hmm. I was just doing under the table jobs. Mm-hmm. So today you clean, tomorrow you flip burgers like KFC, McDonald's. Then they, after, it was madness. Mm. Then after a while, I started getting into the system, started finding out that I needed paperwork to be able to live in that country. Yeah. You know? As God will have it, I just found a couple jobs that didn't stress on paperwork. So I learned how to drive a coffee somewhere, Nestle Coffee really? Factory in Hayes and Harlington. I'll give you exact locations. Like, yes. Yes. Forklift, I learned it in, in, in 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Done. I've never touched a I could do it. I can do it. I'll do it. I'm from Lagos. Yes. I figure it out. so hard. <laughs> you know, and then from there, but I kept making musical. I kept just, anytime I had a little money, I'd go mm. to a studio, record, mm. kept an eye on Nigerian music. Mm-hmm. Kept growing. In my absence, same record labels came. Storm. Yeah. Storm, yeah. Storm, yeah. Storm, yeah. I started Storm and a lot of labels and the music blew. My man, Mode 9, yeah. got signed to Question Mark. You know, and mm. it was just one chance meeting with Obi Asika in London during the Notting Hill Carnival, and he told me, "What are you doing here? You need to go home. Come home. The game has changed." I was already tired of England by then. I had four jobs. You know, wow, it's madness! Today you're in the coffee factory. Tomorrow you're a tunnel guard at the Arsenal Stadium. <laughs> Next tomorrow you're cleaning our United biscuits. You know, like I've done it. That's why when artists come at me with Baba, I'm tired. I can almost throw my shoe at you. <laughs> but I don't do that, though. Because, you know where because nobody can tell me jack about yeah. grind. Yeah. Like, I'm the G in grind. I've done it. I got to a point, my landlady gave me back some of my rent. She said, but you're never here. <laughs> now I'm in England, England for them to give you back money. Yeah, buddy, yeah. That's, that's hard. That's hard. Wow. So I now came back to Nigeria after three years, came mm-hmm. back and got back into the music business. Everything had changed. Mm. And that's when I recorded my next batch of songs. First one was Awkward, Awkward, That Evil Boy, chilling yeah. in the club, buying drinks anyhow. Yeah. I, got, I got that, I recorded it. Then did I Ate Ball Go with Terry G yeah. in 2009. That is what opened up that the door for me. So you say that the collaboration with Terry G was, because Terry G was, how would I put his, um, 
I can't even say what Terry G style is because it's not. Terry G was like unconventional. Was just a whatever. Was Terry G? It was a genre. to hear just by himself, right? So yeah, so I remember that song very well now because yes, there was nowhere to place that guy. I can't even call it Afro beat. It can't. It's not. It's not anything. It was just whatever Portable is trying to do now. Yeah, I was the closest thing to Terry G back in the day. But even at that. A lot of people don't even give Terry a lot of credit, probably because he didn't show that side of him. Terry used to write R&B records. He started out with R&B music, yeah. writing with Phase, mm-hmm. Two Phase, because they had their they have their whole Festac connection like, and everything. But I think what I've come to realize with a lot of guys in music is that usually, I mean, like Olamide was trying to be like Eminem. I listened to one of like his very first rap song. Yeah. He sounded just like Eminem. Um, Daddy Shoki used to used rap, to rap. Used to rap. Right? So, yeah. where you start up and where you end up, I was two different places. He's, so right. Yeah. He's yeah. so right. And did you always want to do Igbo rap? Were you always blending or no, was it pure? I, never, I, it was, I was blending because I was scared that they weren't going to hear what I was saying in Lagos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because from the East, we used to look at Lagos like, like New York. Mm. Wow, you're going to get on a Greyhound bus <laughs> from Alabama, from, from Kentucky, and now move to the big mm-hmm. city of dreams. Then when you now get in there, your life will change, but they need to hear you. Mm. But so I was lucky. My earlier influences in rap were all English, mm-hmm. pretty much. From, so you're straight yeah, English. So I was a straight English, but I always used to sneak in the, the mm-hmm. Igbo choruses mm-hmm. yeah. so that, you know, but I have my stubborn records. Like I have the records that leave me alone, I'm a purist. Mm-hmm. I want to attack the Nigerian government and all mm-hmm. these inadequacies. I want to do this. So I have that side of me that is closer to maybe a common Mm-hmm. Or a Tali Kwali, mm-hmm. which yeah. is why me and like a Mood Nine could get along. Get along, yeah. That's in the conscious rap part yeah. of it. Yeah. The conscious rap part yeah. of it. But then again, I had that side of me that kept pinching me, like, but you need to flip this thing into money. Mm-hmm. How are you going to do it? So I felt the Ebo-ness and culture okay. was what mm-hmm. I needed, needed to do it. My first record didn't get a lot of support. Okwa, Okwa, that Ebo boy. It, mm-hmm. it got played a lot, Hello. but it didn't get a lot of support from mainstream Lagos radio. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, also, it's one of those things where. Once you are rapping in Igbo, yeah. people might not understand. I think right now it's completely different. Where sometimes yeah. it's just sometimes that. But you think it's different? No, now it's. Different. I don't think it's different. No, no, now it's because different. Look at Fino. For example, I've heard Fino complain about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard him complain about it. I don't know. Yeah. I think Fino, for example, I think Fino. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, uh, the Igbo language rap is different from Yoruba language rap. Yes. Yeah. But but you know what? Yoruba is more accepted. Maybe because it's Lagos. Uh, a lot of people, even if you are Igbo, you know how to speak Yoruba. To see, to see, I mean, so. see, this is my own. If, yeah, if David O can say, yeah, on the beat is David O, and then and they have an entire chorus where he's just no, no, vibing, no, you can get so, away no, with Igbo. No, but the weird, there's something that people, you know that you cannot get away with Igbo. Mm. It's that when you speak Igbo, yeah. you other yourself in Lagos. That's it now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So basically, if you hear Yoruba rap, yeah. even if you don't understand it, you feel like you should understand it. Because it's one of my guys. Uh, but uh, it, even like yes. there's a... I'm just outnumbered on this panel. That's <laughs> all. That's all. <laughs> I think the thing with the dialect there, uh, Ibo didn't get that jump head start that Yoruba had, Yoruba rap had. So, I mean, shout out to the likes of... Um, um, What's his name? Um, what's his name again? Tony um, Tatula. No, not Tony Tatula. Tatula, they are not rappers. No, of course not. Well, Dark Greens and no, no, Go- before Dark Green, um, um, Lord of Ajasa. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Lord of Ajasa, Ajasa. Is, yeah. is the equivalent of Nigga Raw yeah. yes. in the yeah. South. Yeah. So when Raw was making songs like um, Hip Hop Gyration mm. yeah. and um, Obo De De Lugolo, yeah. when yeah. I was making those records. That's from Hit here now. Hit. No, it, it crossed over eventually. Yeah. Raw yeah. was doing tours. He was doing. He was going to Turkey. He was going to um, Malaysia, where all the Igbo boys oh. were trading. Oh. That dude blew up internationally before coming back to Nigeria to get some acceptance in Lagos. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. <laughs> and okay. Raw would come and be like, "Man, just see, I just came back from. Th- I've told you this Igbo rap works. Ili, try and change your ways. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Maybe because I was a banker yeah, too. So <laughs> that was really where like, the money. You were yeah, following yeah. the money. So I was, I was tracking <laughs> the money. But he opened the door for Eastern rap. Okay. He introduced me to Fino. Oh, oh really? Yeah. He been Nigero. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Years down the line, he called me and said, "Yo, bro, there's this dude called Fino. He's from he's from Enugu. He's dope, but he's a producer. Listen to him. Let him make beats for you. 
So Fino came to see me at my office. It's like then a Jay Z Kanye West. I, I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Like and he came and he, he had a beat CD. So I'm like, me, I'm, I'm used to producers giving me 20 beats mm -hmm. so I can listen to. He just gave me two beats. I'm like, you don't have the work rate now. Where is where are all the other beats? Say he'll make more. He'll make, make, he'll bring back, I'll reject, he'll bring back. We had the studio then off our background, mm -hmm. really tight studio, you know, but we made a lot of magic there. So, and at that point, I was trying to transition into a second album. I had dropped my first album, mm -hmm. then I was trying to make my second album, Ogab Boss. And then Fino made a record for me called Anamachikwano. Yeah. Anama. So when he made Anamachikwano, Ifulukwaism. So when. So you know you're supposed to license that song to us. I'm sure you I sent you an email. So thank you in advance. Thank, thank you, you very much. <laughs> for one dollar. <laughs> this, this, this was all a big room. <laughs> this was all a big room to get that this song. This was to inception you <laughs> and get your you, entire catalog. Yes, yes, yes. We agree. We agree. Yes, please. <laughs> Shout out to Siamadu. Well, I sent her a mail and I told her. You're not my friend again. <laughs> what kind of numbers are these? But we're, 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 we're talking about it. We're talking about it. Mm -hmm. So when Fino came, mm. but I realized something about Fino though. Um, Fino said something. He said, boss, I'm not going back to the Southeast until I find what I'm looking for here. Mm. So Fino was that guy that would stay on the corner. Once it's 8, 9 p.m. and I'm ready to go home, he'll be like, boss, can I use the studio till morning? Mm. Just help me. Just let them put the gen on. So... While everybody would go home, Fino would stay in the studio grinding, recording, recording. So when he made Anamachikwano, we were in the studio. Guess who the sound engineer for that session was? The person that recorded my vocals was Ron Town. Oh, no. Yeah, because he and Fino came from the southeast together mm. to come and grind in the Big Apple. Lagos is just... Yeah, so Lagos, Lagos is great. Lagos is great. Now I look at Ron Town, I'm like, geez, sold out concerts. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm doing... You know, I didn't even know it was Ibo. Chidera, Douglas, Government name. Government So why are you feeling exotic? Like, so, so, so one of the interesting things that we have had tons of people on this show in our 40-odd episodes yeah. is that Nigerians grind in general, yeah. but the level of the, the ability to, almost consistent across everybody, is that ability to grind pass like yeah. the idea that no matter and it and it always shows up in random things it's not just in the mm -hmm. this is my passion mm -hmm. in the i had to fly back to go and convince a rich um oil importer yeah. to open contract like everybody has that story of yeah whatever the teenager i, I will hate it in my life but, but i'm, I'm going to do it mm -hmm. yes and, and i find and that's and in this industry, because it's a horrible industry, mm -hmm. you also have started, like, in that, the entertainment industry, the struggle, the this, the that, the ability to break through. To break through. Mm. So when you break through, how do you stay hungry? Because that's the actual truth. Because it's one of the things that is the subject of what you have said is that yeah. you are a mentor to a lot of yeah. artists, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. how do you help people understand that it's not that breaking through is not the point? That the, the ability building. to sustain and build. Mm -hmm. How do you, in this, our fast money yeah. um, Mentality. Okay, so every time I get a chance to speak to anybody, the youngins, the producers, the writers, the video directors, um, after the conversations, the room is always very quiet. Mm -hmm. and, and it always comes back to, then you hear people saying, hi, hey, don't fuck up. <laughs> because it's not even preachy. Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, I'm not preaching to you. I'm just telling you that, you see, yeah, all those, see all that money you put on Balenciaga shoes, mm. you, you pay for, you have a drug. I heard people now have a, a, an allowance for weed <laughs> and for SK and for whatever mm. is loud, whatever it is that's smoking on now. Um, so a lot of money goes in there. People are living in rented apartments on yeah. Orchid Road and in various parts of the island, but they don't have a house. Mm -hmm. And they probably just one song in or maybe two buzzing, yeah. just on the surface buzzing, not like mm -hmm. nationally buzzing, not like Buga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like, did the dance, really? Yeah. So, so, and I see the lifestyle, and I see... I'm a Nigerian baby girl, sorry, guys. Yes, yes. I was going to say that, because more than auntie. <laughs> Thank you. So, I try to tell them, I try to speak to them about investments, mm. savings. Mm -hmm. I try to because I've seen too many dead bodies float by, and sorry for being too this graphic, but oh, it's, I just feel like as he was so hot last oh, summer, yeah. mm -hmm. April, May, everything was, was his record. 
in, in eight months. Mm-hmm. You're looking for yeah, that, that dude is gone. He's gone, and I'm like, but whatever happened? Then they'll be like, oh, that was that guy, that EA. Because the fans are so fickle. Yeah. The fans move. They move quick. They don't even, if I say a heartbeat quick, it's, it, that's an understatement. The fans move just, they're, they're sports for choice. Yeah. There are too many hit records yeah. out at the same time. He's it, it, hitting them on TikTok. He's hitting them on IG, everywhere. They're finding music. So you drift. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have that opportunity and you don't hold it. Mm-hmm. Then some of them stop working hard. So they are relying on that first two records, you know, and then they're good. And then the baby mama syndrome comes in, (laughs) you understand, you start to have the babies here. And uh, sometimes you're like, I'm not even sure if it's my child. That girl, they try to scam me. But I mean, this is an age long thing. It's been there ever since. But I'm just saying that every time I, I get a chance, to talk to them, I just tell them don't call, don't bow when you see me. I know it's respect, but mm-hmm. like sit down, we we'll have a conversation. I'm not a legend. I'm just an older guy that's telling you that you're going to crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need all this fun. Don't fan my ego. Like you're going to crash because you have an entourage, 20, 30 people deep. How do they make money? Mm. How do you guys fit in into an event? And that's where you start seeing young people. Somebody in the entourage is carrying a gun. Yeah. Somebody's come because they have to find, find relevance. Yeah, so like, oh, that, that's the guy with the gun, mm. oh, and that's the guy with the with the with the drugs, mm. and that's the guy that organizes the chicks. So don't be fooled. Everybody has a job description. But I'm just saying that sometimes you are within the crew and you're getting gassed up. That's a hit song. It don't happen. It don't happen. No, it's a whack song. Mm. They can't tell you the truth because they yes, need man. the entourage spirit, you know, to yep. keep going. So. Anytime I run into them, I tell them. Because my own era, we dug everything with our hands. Mm. So, you know, now it's easier. Everything blows up. You can blow up from your living room. I mean, because I remember you I mean, if you look back, right, thank God for Spotify and the rest of those yeah. digital platforms. Yeah. But back in the day, you produce your own music. You now had to find a way to distribute it. So it gets it on radio. Then you got like a lot of, So even if you make a CD, then you get the piracy issue. Or you sell your you sell your song to the pirates so that they would then produce and they would just give you something back. Yes. I think it that was, was a genius thing for the music industry to do, by the way. Absolutely. I think it's something that you guys embraced quickly. Yeah, that Not basically you, you was fighting, fighting, fighting. No, no, they just turned it into an institution where yeah. but also think about it, right? And when people try to make comparisons between Nollywood and the music industry, I'm always like, how much does it cost to produce an album? How much does it cost to produce a song? Yeah. Mm. And against how much does it cost to produce a it's movie? Mm-hmm. Right? It's roughly the same. In the old days, it was the same. Hmm? Yes, when you had promotes, of course. Separate, separate. Wait, now wait, wait, wait. This is the part now because we've broken it down. Let me introduce you to these guys. They argue a lot. Yeah. So you break it down, right? I come out and I maybe drop an album. I drop maybe just like, not an LP. EP, EP, EP. Yeah. five tracks on it, mm-hmm. right? How much did that cost you? I use what's that um, garage, not garage band, Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> use Fruity Loops back in the day. You do the thing at home. You do all of that kind of stuff. Then what they're trying to do is they're trying to get it on radio. They're trying to get one person to like it. Right? So mm-hmm. once you can get radio airplay, uh-huh, that one is doing its own thing, and then you are now trying to use that to capitalize. How much is a film? Four million. Let's. They are being specific. How much is a film? Four million naira. This person I'm talking about, all of no, the no, money no, for it is not up to one no, million. The average in those days is the same four million naira they would spend to make a record. Yes. No, are you talking about big studio? Are you talking no, about because solo guys? You have to. Market it, promote it, you have to do all those things. You have to shoot music videos. It's the same, the money is the same. The difference after it has gotten radio airplay, then you now be shooting music videos. Some people would shoot videos in faith. <laughs> oh, well, let me always let me not lie. Let me not lie. Let me not lie. I've made money off of that because there are a few people who have come to meet us to shoot music video for them, and I've shot for them, knowing fully well that this song is nonsense. Wow. Yeah. So see, the, see, money. The things are like music, shy. It's just like the blow for music when it blows, blows because they're not making money off the CD. The, the tour money. Yeah. The concert the money. money. So, so which is why you want to get on radio? Money. The no. streaming money is insane. Like, no, it's, it's, it's insane sudden, now. The streaming revenues, the income revenues now, are just, you, you can look at it and you see an artist and it'd be like, oh, he made 200 grand, $200,000 off that record. Mm-hmm. He made 350. When Bonner tells you last, last is the most money he has made. Yes. He's not joking. He's, he's not lying. He's not, yeah. You understand? Like, and that's from what? Streaming and tours? That's, that's streaming. streaming. That's streaming. Yeah, because exactly. it's, on, it's on the global chart. You know, it's yeah. number, the album is number two in the UK. So, and what, the UK. so what did he say Tony Braxton gets 60% of? That's how much he has made. That's publishing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And Bonner gets um, 
I think 40, then Tony Braxton and Dark Child, the producer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, split the 60. Okay. But it's, it's such a different um, ecosystem. Yeah. I went to Alaba before my debut album dropped. I had some hardcore rap songs. So, some were political, some were really nice, dope songs that would probably work globally. Mm-hmm. But I got to Alaba. I don't know if you guys have been, ever been to Alaba, but Alaba is like a country. Yes, mm-hmm. it's Yeah, it's like it has its own science and its mm-hmm. own mechanisms. So I, I met with an, a, a, a marketer called Obino. Mm-hmm. I walked into his shop. Obino was eating, yeah. was eating a bacha. <laughs> so he was just sitting this way, a bacha here, and he was in, eating fish, drinking pami in a, in a, in a beer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> then the Delight. shop guys were, were moving the goods. People were coming from Ghana, from everywhere to buy music. Um, so they would come in and be like, which one be the latest? Then they will now point. That's Flavor's new jam. That's Nice's new jam. Every now and then you hear a rapper get mentioned. But rap has never been priority. Rap has never been top of mind yeah. in mm. Nigeria. It's always been, oh, at some point Nato C came, mm. had that run, and then log out. Mm. And then, oh, this person came. And then, oh. So then, you know what he told me? Because I gave him my music to listen to. Do you know, he now looked up and says, Are you hearing what, what they are they're saying. asking for? Yeah. Mm. And I said, yes. He said, on one you go go rap, has anybody bought rap music here? He's like pulling your ears. Like, can't yeah. you see what's going on he around said, you? He said, nah, jay check, I'm the girl for And look at your life. Probably. <laughs> more intricately. And he went back to his dabacha. And then he went back to his And then he was so, that was like the mayor of distribution. Yeah. Yes, his name is everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. every, then you, I went to another shop, Abu Ventures, oh, bro, the same reoccurring um, mm-hmm. reaction. Feedback. One guy, one guy, <laughs> and I'll never forget this guy, Ike the Don. He was distributing Asha, Midnight Crew, mm-hmm. Rooftop MC. So he was a bit oh, more. So his alternative. Yeah, his alternative. <laughs> you know, and even if you see Ike, Ike will come, he will eat properly. Inside a lab, he eats it. <laughs> so like nice. cutlery, you know. It was an Igbo guy, but he had a lot of panache and, mm-hmm. and style. So his shop was different. You know, the decor in the shop wasn't crazy. So I went in, he listened to the music. He said, Man, bro, you can rap, shall, but you won't make money. Man, how do you take these things? How do you take this? And I snuck out of, where was I? I don't know, I came from, I think it was the bank. I snuck out from somewhere to just go and do, because they kept talking, blah, 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 you need distribution, you need distribution. I said, let me go there. Uh Bro, he said, you're not going to make money. You know what you need to do? I've listened to your songs, eh? As the way the songs are now, I can just do you a favor. I'll print five, ten thousand 10,000 CDs from Nera Sounds and just put it in the market, but you won't do anything. Uh He said, Bring this heap of his this heap of CDs. So I brought them. He said, "These are mixed CDs. Yeah. What they are are compilations. Your yeah. song, my yeah, song, her yeah. song, his song. And those ones do a lot better. And they do the sales are inc- inc- incredible. He said, put the first one. I put the first one. First four five songs were Terry G records or Terry G featured records. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. And he said, that's the guy you need to go to. You need to go and make a record with that guy so that you can access the streets. Mm. Well, let your rap not be too hectic." Like, that's a trader. Yeah. You see this A&Ring, your music. Yeah, so straight up. Yeah, yeah. it's like in yeah. Nollywood. He has market like, intelligence. Yeah, mm-hmm. market intelligence and intel. It's like a guy from Opaiweka or Palm mm-hmm. Road yeah. are telling you, hey, feature Genevieve mm-hmm. and Omotala in this film and shoot, I'll give you a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know those guys? Yeah. You know that era? Uh-huh. Yes. That era in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So that's how it was. So I, I went to look for Terry G. Oh, wow. So that's how we made Ayepogo. And mm. when we made our April go, and I was still even rapping. I didn't even follow instructions. So. Instead of me to just be rapping, yeah, mm. with they here, <laughs> with they chill, with they move. I was there. I drop mm. Igbo boy, everybody talk. Some say Iblis had a lot of girls. They were not listening to my bars. They were waiting for April go. <laughs> and the song just blew. <laughs> So, so how, okay, now let me ask you a different question, right? Yeah. So this is a question that I always ask people. Yeah. So, and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm asking and then I'll, I'll so Alibaba, mm-hmm. when he was on wedding party, mm-hmm. used to call me and say, you know, it's because I love you people. What, 10 days 
I'm here. Two hours, they pay me more. Yeah. I don't know why I'm here, Sha. Yeah. I don't know what more did to me, Sha. That was when they were shooting. Two years later, he's like, Naz, do you know how annoying it is that, that, is that everybody, that, when I go to America for, you know, you do those AY, mm-hmm. sorry, yes. Alibaba in Alibaba. America. Yes. You say that like, they'll be calling me um, Bam Bam. Bam Bam. Like, you know, like, he's like, they're the calling party name. Bam Bam, his wedding party name. Like, do you realize how so, many years? The same thing clearly happened to you. Yes. How did you feel? <laughs> Asudogu Male. Yes, yes, exactly. That literally, you're, you're they have been, they have been, been like, grinding all this while as Ask anybody under the age of 30. It's and they show your one. face. Odogo Male! In fact, I'm sorry, if they are watching this, when they're watching this, they'll be like, eh. Hey. <laughs> so you want to start that song? a rapper. Nas, I have 10 albums. I've been putting out albums religiously, consistently. I've, I have 10 projects. My last album was in 2020, Elite Chapel X. That was my last album. When I made King of Boys, it taught me a lesson in just when you think you've done so much or you've conquered whatever field you think you're coming from. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more. That ahead. new field is a totally different mm-hmm. ecosystem. Yeah. I'm coming from my daughter's um, school graduation. It's a photo shoot every time I walk in. Mm-hmm. It's madness. It's been almost oh, wow. a year oh, since KLB2 came out. <laughs> and they burnt your body. Oh. And then they burnt the body. Then, then you'd be like, oh my God, are you Malay? Yeah. Oh no, I have to call my husband. He's a big fan. <laughs> Babe, you don't know who I'm with. And I'm like, I hate attention. That's mm. also another side of me. I don't like, I don't want to shut down the room. I want to come in, do a transaction and just yeah, quietly leave. leave. Yeah. They never, they could never let me be that. Do you know, being Odogu Malay is like, it's almost like, this guy is new. There's a new guy that just blew. Mm. And his name is Odogu Malay. Mm. Mm. So I'm like, but what about my music? Hey, guys, <laughs> millions of streams later, albums later. They're like, bro, first of all, let's focus on this guy. It's two words, bro. Kemi Adetiba. God yes. bless. God bless Kemi. Shalat. Yes. I mean, she... She just put me on to, for no quite cut reason, except that she saw a video, one of my songs called Bank A Lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Manamo, Manamadu. Mm-hmm. She saw it, I'm like, that's the guy I'm looking for. So he, she pretty much created Malay from that the video. video yeah. I had the walking stick. I had, go and watch that video again. Yeah, you, will, you, will, you will understand. So, and I had the cigar. So she was like, Igbo guys, yeah, they are, but they've never quite authentic. This is an authentic Igbo gangster. Mm. I said, okay. Um, so she called me and she said she wanted to make the film. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not making the film, you know. So she's like, no, 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 no. This is going to be a game changer. It's like, I'm like, I'm not doing And t- true to type, I-, I always just wanted to produce films. Mm. No, I have a partner that. called Clarence Peters. Yeah. Okay. So we ran Capital for so many years. And, and Clarence... You guys are partners. Oh, I yes. didn't know that part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We are. If you will always look at all those videos, you see the Goretti Company and Capital Your Music. Mm. I am the Goretti Company. Okay. My wife's name is Maya Goretti. That's where okay. I got the name from. Okay. So Clarence has Capital. So we started from scratch. He shot all my videos. Yeah. Yeah. So even anything people know about me visually... is Clarence. Clarence pretty much sat down with me and we created Fino. So it was for him, he always said um, um, musicians are like superheroes. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at the Disney universe or you Mm. look at the, um, sorry, if you look at the Marvel Marvel universe, universe, there's a reason why he's Iron Man, there's a reason Mm, why, and it must reflect in the look and exactly. feel in the yeah. sound. So that's exactly Makes how fans approached. So me, Oga Boss, mm-hmm. gangster, mm-hmm. you understand? Igbo guy, streets, blah, 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 transactional minded. Mm. Fino. Fino is a combination of so many things, mm-hmm. like tattooed, mm-hmm. tattoos all over. If you notice when he came out, he had tattoos on his body, he had the flaming mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. Chidima, petite, yeah. and um, cute, yeah. short hair. So re- references, Diana King, yeah. Lyra. Yeah. So we, we, we were not gambling. We knew exactly what every brand needed. Mm. You oh, understand? Nice. So that's, that's how we created So Kemi came, but she wanted to do KOB. I'm like, I'm not doing no. Please, let me just stay in this my music space. I don't want to form my hand going to fame. 
Because I've seen some people try to do that transition, mm -hmm. and when they failed, it wasn't funny. Mm. They nailed them twice to the cross. So, but, and I didn't read the script, so I didn't touch it. Four months down the line, I was just looking through my email, and I saw a mail, PDF, KOB, and I opened it, and it was the script. And I started, just let me just read this thing. Ah, these guys, they would have done this movie by now. No? And I just read through. By the second scene, even the way they introduced the yeah. I picked up the phone and just did the call of shame. Hear <laughs> me. I say, Eli, now wow. So you can call somebody, Abby. And I say, Kemi, how now? How did the shoot go? Say, shoot, Kemi, we haven't started. Because we're stalling. I can't find anybody to, to play this role. And I came, you just sent me the contract, I'll do it. That's how I got on set. Mm. And found out that my, my, my homie reminisced was but going to be yeah. Kanaki. Yeah. You understand? So we hooked up on set and also then met Auntie Shola and, and everybody else. Kemi eased us into the role. She made us believe that we were those guys. Mm. Our rap side also helped us a lot yeah. because, you know, yeah, the persona, had the persona yeah. that's reminisce, that's him. Mm -hmm. The only difference is he wasn't agreeing about Manchester United, <laughs> you understand? But that's him, spot on. And that's, that's how we just got in, didn't have a freaking clue what was going to come, the kind of acceptance we were going mm. to get. So it's been crazy. Then the second part now came and, and that was... Malay again on another level, another height. You know, it's been fantastic it's been performance. Awesome. Yes, thank you. I, I mean, fantastic thank performance. Thank you so much. Are we going to see more? Of of in Hollywood? No, are you going to see no, more? Okay. Are you going to see more? Yeah, maybe Hollywood. Hollywood. Maybe they, they felt no. bad and they didn't I mean, want the body. Would you, would you be willing to play another character in Hollywood? <laughs> yes, I will, but it won't be, it won't be a Malay. No, bro, I'll take a picture of mm. the scripts down mm. my dining table. I can imagine. I'll send them. I can imagine. No, I, want must, I must send them. You must, you must put yes. it on this show. Yes. <laughs> there are over 35 scripts. I have to count them. My daughter will say, Papa, what are these big books? I said, they are called scripts. 98 of them. Uh, Malay. Malay. Malay, yeah. Right. There's one a gangster in the pink suit, in the red suit. There's a one, there's one called Gangs of Malaysia. They don't even know, they don't even know that these things are licensed to, yeah. to Netflix. So yeah. they're like, oh, you build Dogu Malay. They were planning for me. They were planning sequels so, for me. No, Nigerians like typecasting. No. People. So if you play the character that people like, why change it? Yeah. Just stay, stay like there. that. Stay there. Hey. So would I, you? I do so what do you want to do? Yeah, in yeah. film. Yeah, what would you? What would you want to do? You know, to be rules? honest, I asked myself that question very recently. Um, I just want. I don't want to be an Igbo guy. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> you know, because I just want to try. You know, I've been getting some training because I won't lie. Like when I did KOB, I was a greenhorn. Mm -hmm. You know, I just for, by, by the second part, I started to train. I started to get an acting coach. Mm -hmm. You know, to, to just to. I don't like getting into things and I don't have a good grasp Not of it. Mm -hmm. so, so now I'm ready to do... And so what you mean by you don't want to be an evil guy is that you don't want to be a person who's... Personality is dominated by the fact that they are evil. Absolutely. Not that, they, be speaking the, not that the character cannot be Chinese. <laughs> Like no, like it sounded like, you know what? No, I don't uh, please. I feel like the Why is his name not Tunde? I feel like, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it all starts with, it I don't even have, it could be any tribe, but I just, I think the Igbo, you know what helped me? First of all, I'm an Igbo rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, do you know how I made KOB? I had to go and sit in Amor Dolphin, sit down with the traders, sat down with the boys, boys that live in. Greenfield Estates, all those estates on that, on that um, Apple Junction yeah. Road. Yeah. Those guys sit down and blow millions at one sitting, wearing slippers. Like, they have shops in Alaba, they have shops everywhere. They, and I had to in, adapt the yeah, talking, lifestyle. the lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. I'd start dressing like them, mm. you know? Because they look at me and be like, I but this one, I brought it. Nah, it's Mm. Like you're not well cooked, so you're not really able, but you're a Lagos evil. Which is save you be say they speak the language. When I started to sit down with these guys and I started to understand their mannerisms, and I started to understand why this one is Chedi Bangladesh, mm -hmm. why this one is okay, you know, okay, Arizona. No, 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 Igbo guys have the fanciest names, you must give it to them. And your name is from where you hustle, yes, Adaken Pocky. And that's it. That's, that's how my people move. So I had to go and um, adopt. So just to answer your question about being Malay, it's been, it's been a whirlwind and it's a different kind of buzz from music. And um, they have questions. Why did you offend Obana? You <laughs> shouldn't have never gone back to the house. Uh, when God will catch him. Eh? <laughs> then I have people from the streets that have been threatening me from KOB1. 
Ah, Baba, you, Baba, you fuck up, bro. No come or jot out. You know, Reminis lives in um, um, Ogudu. Yeah. Okay. You no come or jot out. Street level, they wait to you, Baba. Some people send me CD when they just broke my one of my CDs. They shoot my canal. I'm not wearing a street. We're coming for you. I say, wow. Oh my goodness. I say, okay. Don't be me read the movie now. I'm like, okay. Like, this is, this is, this is good. Like, I mean, I'll show you to Kemi. Kemi will be like, who are these people? Like, I say, the same people. Like, people call you from Malaysia. Mm. Indonesia, um, Thailand, they're doing watch parties. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're like, they're like, it's a representation. Malay, they can't kill you. Why we can't wear suits now? We can celebrate. Wave that your producer. I'll send that money. Better we write that I say, but are you not watching it on Netflix? That means it's out. It's out, yeah. Guys. I say, will we do it? They're nah. Some of them fleeing. Let's, let's, let's reverse it. Okay, so you know, we won't do a double Malay, let's do another. So, gang, everything, gang. I said, is this what I mean to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> is this Nigeria, what I'm about? Nigerians love, Nigerians love. Same way, Precious was not quite the weekend step yeah. anywhere she goes. But it, it did a lot for me, open up doors for me, got me <clears throat> endorsements. It's like miraculous stuff for me. And I can't, Tro- I'm wait, it trophy? Which, the beer brand? It's Hero. 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 Yeah. Hero. Yeah. It belongs to the same company. Yeah. Uh, trophy Hero Budweiser. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I mean, because one of the things, and this is, I say this all the time, this is why success, like, this, people, people think that the big stuff is two times as big or four times, no, like, because, but the big stuff is exponentially big. It is. Like, it's literally, like, because when I talk about what, like, because I'll never forget when, and we were, so, we, so when Netflix came, they did a, they did a thing for, um, they were, when they were announcing their first Nigerian show. So Ted Sarandos came, oh, and all of us were taking pictures. You no, know, like that, us we are forming, yeah. like we don't want to take pictures. Then I was like, "Don't embarrass." Like, no problem. I'm taking my selfie already. No, like how can you people? So I think so, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh," and then he was like, "Oh, we are the English people," and unprovoked, he's like, "Oh, I really like wedding party." Oh, yeah, like, so like it wasn't as if so he was like yes they had taken time to brief him obviously yeah, okay. I doubt that he re- but my point is like but that he remembered because we're not Kemi we're not Mo right mm-hmm. who are the people that you normally associate with, with wedding, wedding party, party. but Absolutely. that they had briefed him that oh the people in wedding party are XX and so he clicked in his head so and in my head I was just like Fuck, like literally, because... I was looking at Twitter success, man. I see, because, yeah. I mean, we have made other films that are whatever, that are successful, yeah, but successful. the ones that hit exponential, yes. they, they... And this is also even talking about the... Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. talking about what the success does to you as an individual. Yeah. There's yeah. also something that the success of a film yeah. does to the industry. Yeah. Yeah. It does like to it inspire. Pushes, yeah, yes. it's a lot. It's, it is. It's yeah. huge. It is. It is. And, yes. and to, be, to be very honest, sometimes we're not even ready. No. We're not ready for the level, like mm-hmm. how exponential, yeah. how yeah. this this thing, this blessing. Okay. When it comes, sometimes I always tell God, just make my hands strong enough mm-hmm. to carry, carry success. Because yeah. mm-hmm. some people it just breaks Richly. your hand. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So and it's been growth and growth and growth ever since mm-hmm. then. Clarence looked at wedding party and told me this would change the game. Mm. From Koga Studios. Yeah, yeah, that's because he knows Chris. Yes, yes, because yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. yeah, Chris was one of the greatest people I've, I've oh met. Yes. Yes. Bri- and I met him just briefly, yeah. just on wedding party. Yes, yes. just on wedding. Yes, that was when we party. met. We met when we because Moses introduced us when we were putting together the four the yeah. Ofike collective. Oh wow! Yes. Oh wow! Yes. Great guy. Great Always guy. been drinking his hand. Yes. He used to be us camera. Yeah. Shoot. And rebates and just. Help the guy. Just didn't know. Just said, "Hey, you're a bad boy and an evil boy. You people, your partnership. Take, 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 take." He he would just empower us so much. And so when wedding party okay. came and we saw him block, in block, in blocks, and I mm-hmm. said, "Okay, so this is happening, you know." And years down the line, you're still in the game. Yes, still, that, that won't chase us out. <coughs> no, you can't. You're not going anywhere. <coughs> you own the property. <laughs> well, that's it we should speak like rap guys yeah, yeah. we don't know where we own this so when is Clarence going to direct a movie CP, CP is working now he's not showing videos anymore oh. he's left we spoke to him we spoke some, to yes, him yes. at one like, point like uh, 2019 or so 19 you need to speak yeah. to 2022 clients clients are gone I can't speak on this project I'm so sorry <laughs> I have it in my hard drive and every time mm. I open it I say they are dead oh god they are dead, dead. Ah, dead. no CP is, is coming <laughs> it took a while We've mm-hmm. had fights. 
I'm like simply content, simply drama, simply <laughs> this, this music videos, I'm tired. We've done it for 10 years plus. He'd be like, just hold on, hold on. We'll do it on our terms. Simply is a, like, simply is a beast. Like, Love it. when simply shoots and sits down to edit, he, he can do it all. That's yeah. the thing about him. So sometimes he's coming from that era that I'm yeah. coming from yeah. with music. So which is why he says, we'll get the funding. I'm like, CP, no. We'll get it. We don't need Godfather's God to give us. I'm like, CP, calm down. I'm on your side. <laughs> you know, so he's influenced so much pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yes. music video mm-hmm. templates were oh, created yeah. by yeah. DJT, Clowns Peters. These two guys. Yeah. Mm. Before then, who's Odima or Bechi? Mm. Just for them, everything and everything. That's our Nollywood guy. Yes. We're proud that he's, he's oh, yeah. part yeah. of the music industry. The guy that brought in the crane shots. The yeah, first time I saw a crane shot, I wanted to paint. Track. track. When he was tracking back and forth, I'm like, yeah. how do cameras, how do they, why is the fluid movement? <laughs> and Carl now told me, you can also do it on a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Please. That's the story of Nollywood. Do you That's know? Yeah. You yeah, can also do it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Ingo, give him a deal. No. Give him a bag. No, but we actually spoken also because you think one of the things that we also found that like you, one of the things we have learned, yeah. you cannot push people before they are ready. Yeah. People have to be ready, ready because this thing You're is right. hard. If right. because this thing takes so much out of you emotionally, it's like it has to be the thing that you are willing to be all consumed by three months, six months, nine months, etc. Et did you talk to him in, was it 19 that we spoke to him? It was later. I think it was 19. No, oh, 18. Oh, wow. No, because oh, 18. We, was, we, was, we were in that, um, that meeting, that, that um, yeah, was like 20. 20. When we were in that room. Yeah. It was 19 now. Was that 19? It was 19. 2020 was COVID. Yes. It was 19. Yeah, it was 19. He told me about it. Yeah. Please, let's start this conversation. Yeah. You know, we're in the space, we're in the frame of mind. Yeah. I need roles, man, in blood. I'm back at myself first. No, like I need, let's 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 work. We're ready. I'm, yeah, I'm we interested are. in working and, and doing more. I will you do romantic films? Oh, sure. I will. But, oh, you will. Oh, wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait. I actually thought you were saying. scene where I squeeze one girl's bum bum, <laughs> King of Boys, mm-hmm. and your wife. How was that? My wife watched it and said, "Is you?" Please. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is really very very posh. Yeah? <laughs> like she's very finesse. But the is you poor came from from, yeah. from the belly. So if I leave you, <laughs> this is what you will become. This is what you will become. <laughs> but I mean, it's our support. Because but then she also told me do KOB. I was being strong-headed, like go and do it. If you fail, do it again. Ah. You know. So it was. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to wifey. She's she's always been awesome. But romantic, yes, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. But it, it won't get steamy though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Do we right. do steamy in Nigeria? No, no, we really don't. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, we don't, well, we'll find out from the next film coming out soon. That's yes, yeah, until the latest film. Then you. Yeah, even wow. though this may have, I don't even know when our schedule is these days, but it may or may not have come out. If it hasn't, if it has come out, go and see hear you. If it hasn't come out, go and yeah. hear you. What kind of endorsement is that? On that note, um, we have taken up your time. You are an awesome guest. Thank you so much. Has yo, yo, yo. Sorry. Oh, God, no! Uh, you knew I was going to do it. The hip hop edition. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No. You know. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Love you guys. It was amazing, man. Had so much fun. And don't forget, Inkblot Meter and Reach drops every Thursday on YouTube and all podcast platforms.